Today we're going to be talking about how blended families can find some grace as they look back on their family history. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, who head up the marriage department here at the ministry. And we're going to begin with a conversation Focus President Jim Daly had with Ron Deal, who's dedicated years of his life to helping stepfamilies succeed. Now, in a previous episode, Ron offered some tips on how blended couples could do a wedding ceremony well, and he continues with some great insights today. Ron, you're addressing that day forward and what happens. What about honoring the past? You also address that in the book. And yes. That could be that could be kind of dicey, yes. but you say it's critical. Again, it's saying to a child, how do you feel about... Okay, so imagine this mom situation. How do you feel about in, us inviting your dad? Would you like him represented somehow at the wedding? Uh, there's different ways, layers and ways you could figure that out. It could be that his picture is represented or pictures of him and the kids uh, from their earlier family days. Now, some people are going, wait a minute, stepdad's going to feel like he's ousted. or if he, But the you, theme is honoring the past. Exactly. Right. In order to help children see the present, not as competition to the past, mm-hmm. not as, okay, my stepdad is replaced my biological dad. That will get you more resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Ron, in so many ways, it, it, we can see this as a zero-sum game. Yes. Right? That That's There's wrong. winners and losers. That's wrong. But you got to find a way to get to win-win. Yes. And that's what you're kind of expressing, I think. That is absolutely it. And you know, everybody who's married right now kind of understands this, because you gained a mother-in-law and a father-in-law. And you have to build relationship with those people. And sometimes those people are easy to bond with, and you love them to death. And sometimes they're sort of difficult. And you're, you're you know, if, if it was me, my wife loves her family, that's great, but I'm struggling to find my way in with those people. But I have to honor that past. That's a part of my wife's journey in life. It's so important to her. It's critical to how we move forward and how those people come with us into our marriage and family. They're going to be the grandparents of my children. Like, I can't just say no to the past. We have to incorporate that. We have to wrap it into our marital present. And blended families essentially have the same task. Ron, uh, that dance, if you could call it that, it, it is really complicated because, especially for that poor mom, mm. she can be in that position. You know, these are her kids. Yes. To her, often, this is the number one priority, and you've got the guilt of what they've gone through mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, fill in the blank, but like her heart is right there. And right. so she's kind of in protective mode, mm-hmm. and then new step-husband comes into the scene. Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out, where do I land in here? How do, Oh, my goodness, discipline, discussion, all that stuff we're going to talk about today and tomorrow. But just that idea where it's hard for the mom, I would say particularly in that in mm-hmm. that direction, it can go both ways. But I think more moms feel guilt. Yes. And they're trying to figure out how to manage all this. And then when the husband say, man, you're, you're not really making me a priority right now. Mm-hmm. That's got to be crushing for her. It really is tough because she doesn't, she can't win for losing. That's yeah. the way it feels to her. It feels like two bad choices. And we've gone all the way back to loss where we started the conversation. You see, part of her guilt is tied into the loss that their family has gone through, that she's seen her children have to suffer through, whatever that was, that backstory. And she wants to help with that. Of course she does. 
it's not a matter of, again, I want to be really clear about this because I don't want to be misunderstood at all. She is going to continue to love and care for her kids and help them through whatever more transition the blended family is bringing into her children's lives. Um, and at the same time, she is going to give priority to that new husband-wife relationship and show her children that her husband really matters. It matters to her, matters in her life. Um, they don't have to love him. They get to decide if and when they love him, but they do have to be respectful. She sets him up as a as a parent figure when she insists that from her kids. I, I worked with a, a family one time where a guy said, yeah, my stepdad came into my life when I was four or five. My parents had divorced and stepdad came in and he, and he just started saying, and I love the guy. He's great. And we had a good time together. And I was going, oh, that's really awesome. And then he said, but I didn't respect him. And I went, whoa, I got, just got whiplash there. You yeah. know, I, I thought we were going down this way and then you made a hard left and we're going a different direction. What's that about? And he goes, well, my mom told us you know, she just came to us after she got married and said, you know, I love him, but if he ever does anything that makes me not feel good about our marriage, I'm going to take you guys and we'll just leave. And so as a five-year-old, he heard the message loud and clear. Mom doesn't respect him. I don't have to either. Wow. And that forever changed the stepdad's ability to be a leader. He could be fun and games, and we loved him for that. But he really could not be a parental leader. Couldn't confront her in anything. this child's yeah, life. Sure, Always that's what the, we want to avoid big yeah, time. The fear of a big consequence right. if I assert any kind of leadership. And so, in that when role. somebody's paralyzed by guilt, they just need to acknowledge that that's what it is. Yeah. Put it down on a piece of paper. Tell a friend. That's what helps you acknowledge it. And then you kind of pull back and you go, "All right, how do I, in this situation, honor my children, care for them, and honor my spouse?" Okay, Greg, I wonder if you could build on something Ron shared there. Uh, talk to the person who feels like, I didn't see respect modeled, and I don't know what to do about that. I mean, it's it just feels like this is a pattern that is never going to stop. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, from our family of origin, we learn how to respect our spouse by a lot of what we observe, good and bad. And so if we didn't see the good or if we didn't see anything at all, it, it's hard to do that. But I tell you, right off the bat, the best news is is that we have the expert in terms of what feels respectful to our spouse with us. Mm -hmm. And all we ever need to do is to ask. And so I, I think the best question that we can ask is to have our spouse answer the statement, I feel respected when you – dot, 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 fill in the blank. So I'm even going to add, let's model that, the three of us. So <laughs> okay. let, let's all take a stab at, at answering this. So Aaron, I'll put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. So what, what would, how would you answer that? Because often when you hear about respect, usually it's thinking about, well, guys so want to feel respected and let's figure out what that looks like for the guy. But I'm telling you, that matters to both. Respect is important, whether that's male or female. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, what would that look like for you? I feel respected when you, if you blow it relationally, that you come to me and you own it mm. and you repair it. And that just helps me to know you value me enough to do that um, action because it takes humility. Mm. And you're only going to do that if you um, humble your heart, but then also value me. 
course, my brain is spinning now thinking, what did I do? Is she saying <laughs> oh, that? I because I, yeah, I need we'll do to that offline. I have plenty okay. to yeah. tell you yeah. now. How about you, Greg? I love that. I, I Several things. I mean, um, I feel respected, Aaron, when you are giving me good eye contact. You're, you're staying with me as we're talking because mm-hmm. I know that it's easy for you to be distracted. Maybe that's a cell phone or kids interrupting mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And, and yet... There, there are times when I see you really working to go. Okay, I'm not going to get distracted. I'm gonna, I'm not going to look at my phone that's buzzing, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna really hang with you. That, that feels okay. very, that feels very respectful to me. Another big one is when you um, thank me mm-hmm. for, for even just simple things. I mean, I know that we, we joke when we speak. Aaron's talking about <laughs> gratitude, and she'll always say, "Hey, and by the way, thanks for pulling the." The garbage out, you know, every Tuesday morning, ITs are going, actually, it's every Monday morning, and then... Which it is not. It is right. Tuesday. Right. It is Tuesday, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just having fun with her up on stage. But Gosh. even when you say that, and I know that's a part of our bit, like, like I... We, a speaking yeah. thing you do, yeah. But even you saying that up on stage, mm-hmm. thanking me for that, it just warms my heart. So it, it's, it makes me feel not only loved... Seen, but very respected. Well, as I well. thanked you because you made dinner last night, and I thanked you. You did, and I even said this is really good because yeah, it did. was all that. <laughs> all that. The respect part of it comes from you just taking the time mm-hmm. to acknowledge something that you've appreciated, or just mm-hmm. what whatever it is, and and that that conveys respect. So, yeah. John, what about you? How would you answer that statement? Well, I feel respected as I think about our relationship at home with my wife Dina. I feel respected when she affirms me. Mm-hmm. If she says that's a good thought or nice job, it just I'm a words of affirmation guy, yeah. so that means a whole lot to me. For her, I think she would answer that question, John, I feel respected when you listen to me. Mm-hmm. Just just slow down and listen to me. Yeah. So I've learned over the years, I, one of the best ways I can serve her is just sit and listen and ask questions and mm. kind of dig a little deeper. So. Yeah. And, and that's why we encourage you to mm-hmm. just do the same thing that we were doing here and, yeah. and really mind that. If, 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 you know, like if Aaron says, hey, I, I love it when you initiate maybe an apology or repairing something, tell, tell me what does that look like? Just mind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing, John, that we, we always encourage people is do not weaponize this list. So mm-hmm. just because, yeah. you know, yeah. Aaron, I can tell you when I don't uh, feel right. respected by you, Greg. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that would typically be... what we focus on uh, yeah. is when I don't feel respected sure. and I hone in on that versus I love this because it's proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what could I do to show you respect? Or if, you know, if, if Aaron asks me, hey, Greg, what makes you feel respected? And I give her several things. It's not my job then to make sure she's doing that. That that's a part of how we weaponize it. Hey, I told you. Why aren't you doing well, A, B, C, and so D? So do we need to get rid of that checklist? We're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to bring that gratitude. up. It sounds like another Check. episode in the making here. Maybe next time we'll go to the checklists and the weaponized words here. Uh, for now, we'll wrap up this episode with just a couple of encouragements. One. Um, We have a free download in the show notes of the uh, conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Ron Deal, the whole thing, the whole enchilada, uh, about working through blended family dynamics. Uh, Look for that link in the show notes. And if you can, donate to the work of Focus on the Family today. Help us help couples. 
And uh, to the extent that you can donate, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, really of any amount, uh, we'll say thanks by sending a copy of Ron Deal's very practical book to you. It's called Preparing to Blend. And uh, you can see the details about the book and ways to donate and get a copy of that book from us in the show notes as well. Next time, the need for patience. And for now, on behalf of uh, Greg Smalley and his wife Erin and the entire team, thanks for listening. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.